have your hosts. I'm Eric. I'm Brandon. I'm Matt. All right, Matt, how you doing? Uh, okay. Not great, but okay. Hold on, we froze. <laughs> it's all my fault. <laughs> you spoke too soon. Oh, <laughs> uh, we're going. It's just going slow. But it's oh, okay. okay. Well, I'm doing better than Amber Heard. <laughs> Plus, I'm house trained. I guess you can say she's in depth. <laughs> Hey, She's up to her ankles and shit. At least she can say Johnny Depp beat her now and wouldn't be a liar. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> she really shit the bed. <laughs> uh, she's in some deep shit now. Yeah. Well, she can sell her shit on OnlyFans now. I will say that that was the most <clears throat> amusing celebrity court trial or like, anything I've been invested into. And I... Not, not, being 30, I, you know, or our generation, we've seen a lot of celebrity, like, uh, trials. OJ, Michael Jackson. Remember when Michael Jackson went to trial? Holy shit, that was, that was almost just as big as this. <laughs> welcome, to, welcome to a very special episode of It Came From The Video Store. We're going dark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, we're continuing our... Uh, series on our good old friend that we don't really personally know vincent price i wish i knew him <laughs> i wish i did too <laughs> i wish you think he would have done conventions of like if, if they were a thing back then i think so i would love to meet vincent price um okay so we're going to continue our uh, vincent price series with a movie i like to call well there's really no way to call it but madhouse 1974's madhouse um <laughs> This is my second time watching it. Matt, I'm sure you've seen this I've movie. I've lost count. Remember <laughs> the first time you watched it? Um, Were you young? Well, I was younger than I am now. <laughs> I was in my 20s. <laughs> okay, what's the first Vincent Price movie you remember watching? Because I wonder if it's the same as mine. Mine... Pretty sure me and Brandon had the same one. Wow, I gotta think back. All right, let's me and Brandon go. Oh, it was uh, Last Man on Earth was my first one. All right, I, I've yet to see that one. Um, all right, Brandon, on the count of three. One, two, I, three. No, I don't know what's going on. On the count of three, we're gonna say the first Vincent Price movie we remember watching. One. I can't remember. <laughs> one, two, three. House of Wax. Oh yeah, House of Wax. <laughs> I was just trying to think. I was like, I'm trying to think as a kid, not as like a teenager. Have we done House of Wax on its own yet? No. No, not yet. I think, I, was, I think I think we did the remake. No, I think we're saving it for a revenge of the remake, which we might need to do. At, maybe we'll do that. You want guys want to do that at the tail end of the series? Sure. We haven't done a revenge of the remake in a long time. And I'm down for. I love House of Wax. That movie scared the fuck out of me as a child. I just saw it on. T- uh, Sven Gulli just edgy, showed it recently. Edgy, isn't that a remake itself? Yes, it is. And the mm. original is pretty damn good too. Yeah, the, the original had Fay Ray in it, didn't it? Yeah, Fay Ray, and I forgot the uh, who played Vincent. Charles Lawton. It wasn't Charles Lawton? Oh my God, I want to say it was the same guy who played the constable in Frankenstein with the fake arm. Constable. Oh okay. I know his name. I I'm just, picturing it, but I just I can see his face. I just uh, yeah. Hold on, mystery. And we even get a little bit of an homage. Lionel Atwell. 
Atwell. Oh, good old Atwell. We get a bit of an homage to House of Wax in this film as well. Do we really? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Well, really, in, the finale. in this movie, they show a lot of uh, Vincent Price films. Uh, to me, uh, first of all, did you love the fact that Vincent Price is singing on the the menu? Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's, it's actually funny because when the he sings in the in the credits, and then actually the it cuts right to the menu. Like it was, they let the credits play through all the way. It's weird. Oh, it does it? Yeah, it just because I was the credits were playing, I was doing something, and then I kept hearing the music, and it cut simultaneously back to the menu. I saw this movie. Five years ago for the first time because I got it in a Vincent Price collection that came in when I was working at Disc Replay. Oh. And I think it, it might have been the first one I put on. Other than, no, Dr. Fibes I think was the first one I put they, on. Uh, they didn't play Anthrax so I was upset. Well, I mean, it was made in 1974 so... Oh, fuck, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. This Blu-ray came out a couple years ago. They could have put it in there. How would you describe this movie? <laughs> <laughs> How would you describe this movie? It's like a... a Suspenseful slasher, like a thriller. Yeah, thriller psychological slasher. maybe. It's yeah, good. I feel like there's it been might a... be a fan of the opera. Yeah, there's a bit of that in there. I feel like there's another movie that came out more recently that kind of took stuff from this or is similar to it. You mean like the meta kind of aspect? Meta as in opposed to like, am I the killer kind of thing? Like, you someone... talking about Scream? Scream? Am I the killer? No, no like someone thinking that they're actually doing the... Oh, the okay. Well, it's a trope. It's kind of like, in other movies. I mean, it's kind of like Moon, Moon Knight. Maybe that's what I'm Because, I mean, think, think about it. He chained himself up because he thinks he goes out at night. Uh, we got Robert Corey in this movie as well. And Peter Cushing. Not wearing his comfy slippers. <laughs> that we know of. <laughs> we never see his feet. <laughs> oh yeah! For those who don't know, uh, Peter Cushing wore slippers on the set of Star Wars. Nah, those mm-hmm. Imperial boots were just way too tight. So when he destroyed Alderaan, he was doing a complete, com- <laughs> complete comfort. If you think about it, this movie does have Scream vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not as clinical as Scream is, because Scream kind of goes through all the tropes of the genre, but. This is one of the Vincent Price, like, his later horror films to me that feels very grounded. And whenever I think of Vincent Price, I think of just, like, over-the-top kind of stuff. Or, like, the Roger Corman, uh, Edgar Allan Poe magical uh, medieval shit. Which I still... I got a new volume of this stuff that I have to watch. Fall of the House of Ushers. I don't know if we're going to review it on here, but that's one I want to watch. That one, that one I still need to watch. I do have like I do have an original like eight by ten of uh, Vincent Price getting choked out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so pretty much the plot of this movie is he's he's a uh, pronounced horror star actor known for a series called Doctor Death, which has a really cool character design that I wish was a real film series. Me too. Like, I actually went as Doctor Death a couple times for Halloween. Yeah, I wish they would actually make that like a real movie or something. Well, and then Rob Zombie decided to put it into his Halloween movies. Yeah, didn't he? As it was Bill Mosley. It wasn't Bill Mosley. It was um, Philip something. Oh, okay. The the actor who's playing Herman Munster in his oh. monster movie, he was the one who did it. Okay. What movie was it in, though? 
What was that? Was that guy? Was it the first Halloween? Yeah, he's like the horror TV show host. Yeah, because he's got yeah, and he has the makeup on and all that. Because that same actor was in Halloween too, and gets his face stomped on by Michael Myers. And now in this movie, he's Herman Munster, which I'm curious how a a three-hour PG Rob Zombie movie is going to (laughs) go. Yeah, I think I want to see it solely out of the fact that he's it's doing three a P- hours. No, the fact that he's doing a PG movie. Oh, gotcha. That is kind of. I mean, think about how, how can you make a redneck uh, monster movie and make it PG? We'll find out. <laughs> I'm intrigued. I'm I'm going to watch it solely on that fact. So, there we go. Uh, Vincent Price is what, what's his wife's name? Ellen. I think yeah, Ellen. And you find out she was a former porn star, basically. Oh, I was yeah. too. Did work for. Uh, oh, Robert she knew Corey. how to cook the cock hard, man. Good, good for you. <laughs> well, I think the fact that it's like a British film that the way they put it in there was ever so elegantly, like oh, I'm a producer of uh, adult films, and your wife was one of my top stars. <laughs> she was really good when it came to getting to the action. <laughs> And Vincent Price is like what sixty seven, and she's like nineteen. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's that's believable. Yeah, <laughs> eh, maybe it was. I mean, she was after the money. <laughs> they were ahead of their time. <laughs> they tried to play it off like she sincerely loved him, though. So there's that, right, guys? Yeah, and he tried to make up for his outburst. Yeah, well, I mean, how do you not how, how do you not marry someone and not know they did porn? Mm, yeah. And have it just nonchalantly come up. up. Imagine, imagine it, it's a party for him too. Wasn't it like his birthday or something? I think, I think so. Or no, it was a New Year's party. I think. I don't know. They, it seemed like the whole party was for him. Yeah. Because they were watching highlights of Doctor Death, and supposedly they like weaved in footage from Haunted Palace and just redid the audio. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of reuse of. Uh film footage in this movie. Well, Boris Karloff and, and Basil Rathbone got a, a credit, even though they're, I think they were dead at that point. Dead, or they were in ill health? Speaking of Basil Rathbone, it's still, this is, I'm gonna go on a sidebar, but it's still Vincent Price Have you ever seen The Great Mouse Detective? Of course I have. Alright, okay. I have it on VHS. Lauren hasn't seen it yet, so I'm, I'm probably going to make her watch it. But she's like, are you guys going to... Re- it was Disney, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, she's like, are you going to review The Great Mouse Detective 2 on your show? I'm like, no, but I'm definitely going to bring it up. I mean, it's Vincent Price. It's a giant rat! Yeah. And it's perfect. Radican. And it's got Basil Rathbone. <laughs> Playing a, car- a mouse named Basil. <laughs> was that his name? Radican? Mm-hmm. I remember watching that movie, and then I, I don't think I found out that was Vincent Price until, like, I was 20. Hmm. Oh. I, don't know, I, I haven't seen that in years, so it's hard. I can't barely remember it. Disney Plus, yo. Mm-hmm. It's the on there. Chippendale, the new one. Yeah, yeah. Shit was funny. It's good. <laughs> All right, back on topic. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> we get our killer uh, getting ready, like putting. There's always you, you know someone's about to die when you see hands putting gloves on. Yeah. The OJ shot. <laughs> Get the fuck out of my head. I was about to say. <laughs> the glove do not fit. You must still quit. It's a size 10. Ah, a size 9. What was it saying? If the glove don't fit, you must quit. Yeah. Yeah. Making sure I said that right. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, they were going full-blown uh, Phantom of the Opera. 
And that, that seemed to me it made no sense because you're, you're, she's sitting at like her uh, vanity mirror getting ready. So the mirror it should already be facing behind her. This phantom character is, I mean, we're talking cloak, phantom hat, and all in black, sneaking up behind her. As soon as she goes to turn around, it's like he ducks behind like a bush or like a plant. Mm-hmm. And then she walks past that plant to go to like a curtains and then he jumps out. So silently, like, how the fuck did he get past her? The slippers. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm not a big... How, what do you think about the Phantom's mask in this movie? Because I'm not a lover of it. I've grown to love it. I didn't like it at the, at the time, but... It's like a, a half ghoul face skull mask with, like, wire teeth or something. Yeah. I, uh, I just feel like they just grabbed any random mask at a Halloween store and used it. Like, well, we got all, uh, a character that dresses all in black. We need a, ma- a white mask to make it stand out. Oh. Well, they got a party city. <laughs> Check the clearance aisle. We don't got a lot of money. <laughs> it is kind of an homage to the skull mask in Phantom of the Opera, though. Yeah, I just, I wasn't a, a fan of it. We need a, white, we need a white mask. Hey, we got the Shatner mask we can paint white. Nah, that wouldn't scare anybody. So then he goes up <laughs> to check on his wife, and we get the funniest fucking scene in the movie. Okay, I don't so know, I've heard that scream. I don't know. I don't know before. how well uh, Mike or I almost called you Mike. I'm sorry. I meant to say hi. I'm Mike. I meant to say how well the mic picked that up, but any more coffee? Uh, I don't. I don't know how well Matt playing that into the mic worked, but that's the, the infamous yell that you get twice in the movie. Might I add? Yes. Twice the second one's not as as uh, glorious as the first one by but. Vincent Price. Well, I think it's like an audio loop, but they just kind of shortened it. Yeah. Do you think that was Vincent Price really yelling? Mm-hmm. I I don't think it's so much the yell that makes it humorous. I think it's the shot itself. Oh yeah, it's the like up close, like it's kind of like from from uh, his, angle below his, his chin up, basically. Yeah. Uh, you get to see his molars. No, you, you you know what kind of shot it is. It's he's like, got a he's, he's got he's got a crown. You know, like when you see like <laughs> a, a lot of action movies do it, where they strap the camera to the actor's chest and the camera's staring right at them while they're moving. Mm-hmm. That's almost like the same kind of shot, <laughs> and it's in slow motion, and this head just rolls right off the body. <laughs> no blood. Yeah, no blood. It's just a mannequin head, falls right off. At least the mannequin head looked believable. It didn't look that bad. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. And Not I mean, the worst. I I have to say this movie has the worst special effects I've ever seen. <clears throat> the head falling off in the beginning is like top tier, <laughs> but ev- everything after that is just atrocious. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love this movie, but that's that's the only dig I think I'm going to make into this movie. Really, is the special effects department wasn't there, and like I, we mentioned before, I don't know if it's because Vincent Price wasn't a fan of gore that they were trying to cut back on it a little yeah maybe maybe that scene with the head fell off it was actually he thought it was real on why he screamed like that plus i think all the budget went to <laughs> the actors <laughs> plus how am i supposed to believe she like you see the killer sneaking up behind her with a knife but it's clearly like a fucking letter opener yeah, at least with this one peter cushing was actually in it on like the last one. Oh yeah peter cushing's in this and like no he's in it for five seconds yeah well and in this one he gets to be a villain again Oh, sure, we're just going to do spoilers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, he, we, we, he didn't say who. He just said he gets some... We've got some price on him, <laughs> Well, 
all this goes on, and then we hit the intro, the, the credit roll intro for the movie. Which I actually like, the, how they did the showing, like, stills of him as Dr. Death. Yeah, and it's literally cool. the same fucking image, just zooming in on random sections of it. <laughs> but it's a really cool photo of him, though. Yeah. I got to death. I'm bummed that, like, it really wasn't, like, a real thing. So, yeah, it's one of those, like, it's a movie within a movie, and you wish you could actually see well, it. Well, it's, mm-hmm. it's a meta film, basically. Yeah. And you're supposed to believe that he had, like, a mental breakdown and killed his wife. Because he doesn't even know if he did it or not. Yeah, the cops, they... the cops found him in his costume. So, they thought he did it. Yeah, and the first thing they did, did you do it? Did you do it? I don't know. Like, dude, I just fucking woke up from a nap, man. <laughs> I woke up, there's blood on my hands. <laughs> was there blood on his hands? I think so. Uh-oh. I think that was the exposition that Robert Corey was giving. And then you, I think the movie jumps like what three years forward, and now we move from Hollywood to London because he's doing a Doctor Death TV series, a revival. I wonder if back then that was like a downgrade of like a like a movie or like a film series. Yeah, I mean it was it was it was um like doing TV was a step down from movies, and now it's back like, then now it's a step up. Oh, yeah. Every celebrity wants to have a TV series now. And I hate to say it, but that's because of Netflix. They started it. I mean... They got the ball rolling. They made Winona Ryder popular again. Mm-hmm. She hasn't got the, she hasn't gotten an Emmy nod yet, but I think she there's, will with this uh, season of Stranger Things. No, there's a whole, there's a whole generation that know her as the mom from Stranger Things and not, you know... Lydia. Like Lydia or... Uh, Edward Scissor, anything at uh, uh, Tim Burton, basically. <laughs> yeah, and uh, Dracula. Others. I cannot sit through that movie. I can. <laughs> <laughs> I put it on every time, and I, I think, <laughs> as much as I love Keanu Reeves, I think it might be the Keanu Reeves in the movie that oh, kind of kills it for me. It's his worst performance of his career. Dracula is a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> I know where the bastard sleeps. <laughs> <laughs> He, it, uh, yeah, it's not. I I love Keanu, but that's just not the uh, the role for him. Yeah, and I've seen him in other shit. You ever see uh, Rivers Edge Mm-mm. with Crispin Glover? I think it's called Rivers Edge. It's got Crispin Glover, and pretty much like I want to say Crispin Glover kills his girlfriend. Of course he does, and he brings all of his friends to where the body is, and it's like a conflict within the group of friends whether or not they should call the cops. Oh, interesting. It's a really good movie. It, it actually, I like the premise. I'm not going to lie. Other than Bill and Ted, it's the only, the first movie outside of, the, of Bill and Ted where I saw Keanu Reeves in. I saw it at a very young Babes age. Babes in Toyland? Oh, God. <laughs> I do not want to talk about Babes in Toyland. <laughs> we got to get all these toys. <laughs> we got to save Christmas. Hey, look, it's Drew Barrymore. Ah. Uh, Wow, we got we got sidetracked. Where the fuck were we talking? About? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, celebrities turning the TV. <laughs> yeah, celebrities turning the TV. Um, so Adrian Toomes is going on this Doctor Death revival. Adrian Toomes, that's from Spider Man. Paul Toomes. Oh, Paul Toomes. Sorry, I got my Toomes mixed up. I'm the Vulture. Yeah. <laughs> hey, he probably would have made a good Vulture too. Yeah, he would. Doctor Strange. In his prime, yeah, because I've seen a lot of fan art with Vincent Price as like a doctor. He's from a cover photo for a while. Uh, so he's on a cruise ship, and this lady just willy nilly sneaks in. How the fuck did she sneak in? 
on his on his suite into his suite. Um, they don't really cover that. I don't know if they said like she she lied and said that like they were married and she got a key or something. But he literally wakes up and this woman is like peering over him. And she's lucky he didn't. She didn't get like clocked because if, if I wake up and someone's peering over me and I don't recognize them, they're getting clocked. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please, I can walk. No in. matter how busty Brand, they are, Brandon's going to tell a story right now. <laughs> no, I just I'm, I'm not going to detail. But I can literally walk into his room. Eric, you up? Ah! He'll scream. One time, because uh, when I was still living here, uh, I, my bedroom had two doors, and one opened up into the living room, and he was up getting ready for work, and he opened the living room door. And he asked me if I was awake. Well, he had the TV on only, and like the the backlight caused him to look like a silhouette. And I just see the shadow, and I thought I was having sleep paralysis. And I just started like <laughs> top of my lungs screaming. <laughs> he started screaming, and then I screamed back. At him. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Oh no, no, no! One more story about this. When he right before he moved out, he was sleeping on the couch. He put. Our, our garment rag. Oh my god! In yeah. the in the living room, <laughs> he knew it was there. I'm getting ready for work. All of a sudden, ah! Oh, what happened? <laughs> I thought the garment rag was somebody staring at me. <laughs> like, I hung a hoodie on the edge of it, and the hoodie looked like someone was peering over me. <laughs> and I swung. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> See, what was this girl? This character's name? Elizabeth Peterson. Do we not write down the names? I didn't write down the names. As soon as you said that, my my mind went back to the, the yeah, woman that killed her, killed her child in that, in that murder case. Elizabeth Peters. Okay. All right. Elizabeth Peters, who, who her character was purposely written to be a twat. She fit the bill. Like, literally breaks into his room, says she wants to be the next leading lady in Hollywood, and pretty much blackmails him. Like, imagine if someone walked in and saw us in this little predicament and blah, blah, blah. Steals his fucking golden watch. And then just keeps trying to, like, uh, pop up near him by a celebrity, or that celebrity, like the tabloids. Uh, the paparazzi. Paparazzi, that's the word I'm looking for. And I remember watching, I'm like, oh, girl, you're going to die. Because <laughs> I haven't seen this in years, so I the only thing I remember two main scenes in this movie and that's him yelling and then the hydraulic uh, canopy on the bed oh that kills the director yeah mm. so those really are the only two scenes I fully remember that and like his his Dr. Death get up um, like when we get to it like the ending I completely forgot until I saw this I go what <laughs> so um and then we keep seeing uh, he he goes to live with Peter Cushing, plays character of Herbert, and I, like I said, I forgot how this movie ends. Herbert. And I keep going. Anytime I see Peter Cushing in a movie where he's not like Van Helsing, I just go, he's a person I medium suspect, <laughs> <laughs> because he's he, like he can either be a good guy or a bad guy in most movies. You never know. Yeah. And maybe it's because he played General Tarkin on Star Wars, so I don't trust him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Plus, he's been Victor Frankenstein, so... Yeah, like I said, yeah. unless he's Van Helsing, I don't trust him. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I loved the uh, 1974 version of a photoshopped image of them young. Yeah, it's like a it's charcoal, a dra- charcoal it's a drawing. drawing. Yeah, it works. 
someone just took each of their headshots when they were young and just do a charcoal drawing of them. I mean, for the 70s, it works. Because for all we know, like that photo could have been supposed to be taken in like the 40s. Yeah, it's they just don't, overexposed. And they don't really zoom in on it. So it actually does look like a black and white photo. You can just tell that it was like a charcoal drawing. Yeah. It's not bad. So what's up with uh, uh, the girl in the in the basement? I went to go to the bathroom during that scene. She's the redhead in the beginning. Um, she's gets jealous of uh, Vincent because he he oh announces his marriage. Right. Uh, she used to be uh, uh, one of the uh, girl victims in recent Doctor Death movies. And she was Herbert's sister, right? Maya, Mayo, Maya. I don't know. Mayo. It, Faye. I think her name was Faye. Yeah. I don't know if they were siblings or not. Should have just kept IMBD up this entire time. <laughs> What's wrong with me? Faye Flay. Yeah, she was Peter Cushing's sister. And we find out... What a name. Faye Flay. Faye Flay. Hey, hey. Faye Flay. <laughs> But uh, Toombs finds her living in the basement of uh, Herbert's mansion. Well, she's all disfigured and the worst makeup job I have ever seen. Yeah. It's like Vader out of Return of the Jedi. Not even. <laughs> it's like cosplaying. It. <laughs> I, I can't... It, I've seen stage makeup in, in high school plays better than this. <laughs> I've oh. all the fake spiders. <clears throat> Oh my god. Yeah. This movie made no attempt to hide any string used in special effects ever. When a spider falls on Vincent Price, it is like straight up dollar store rubber spider on a fucking string. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, at this house, to get to it, when uh, Elizabeth Peters just breaks into this house, again, I'm like, girl, you were asking for it. You wouldn't die. And she gets the pitchfork to the throat. <laughs> <laughs> and it's always when, when when Vincent Price is napping. Like, dude, stay awake, man. Drink some coffee. <laughs> For real. Like the opposite of Freddy Krueger. Yeah, I go to sleep and people die. People <laughs> going to sleep and dying. That is a cool movie though. Like, what's called? Like a like you're a sleepwalker killer. Like you, you kill in your sleep. Has that been made before? Sleep killing. I'm sure it has. We just haven't seen it yet. I gotta call Netflix. I have an idea. <laughs> no, fuck that. I'm calling Blumhouse. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen the new Firestarter yet? I refuse to. I I, I hear heard... it's absolutely horrible. I want to see it because it's got Zac Efron, and that's really the only reason I want to see it. But I thought about buying the album on vinyl just because John Carpenter did it. Oh, did he really? Yeah. Oh shit. Well, John Carpenter did the original too, right? I can't recall. I know they're remaking Christine. Really? And I hope is it's... it Blumhouse? Yeah. Hmm. Could be good. Hit or miss. Yeah. Not ever. You can't make gold every time. No. All I know is I. I think we bit we talked about this. I don't care for the original Christine movie. But that's because I'm a Stephen King snob and I read all of his books. So. <laughs> You're one of those. Yes, I am. <laughs> It was better in the book. It was better in the book. <laughs> I was so hyped because I, I didn't see Christine at all. And like when I read the book, it was like a year ago or two years ago. 
I'm like, well, I'm not going to watch the movie until I read the fucking book. And I read the book, and then I finally ordered the, the 4K. I'm like, oh, we cut a lot of shit out. Book's better, guys. Yes, John Carpenter did direct Christine. Now I remember that. I think he also did Firestarter. It's possible. I think so. I'm not going to look it up, because I'm looked up. No, crap. Where are we at? Oh, yeah, Elizabeth gets a pitchfork to the throat. <laughs> then, then Dr. Death puts her in a boat. But did you notice when she's like walking around the yard and she's like, pole, pole, the way, pole. the way she is grabbing onto the fence and like walking along the fence. I, I'm watching this out loud. And I go, is she fucking blind? Like, did I miss something? Did she like get sprayed in the face and can't see? She's literally walking like she's blind because she's like staring off into nothing and like using the uh, fence to keep her steady. Yeah. They're trying to elude that it's nighttime. Oh, uh, yeah. They got the blue filter on there. You're right. You're right. It was it was back in the day when they would film daylight and then just as night. Add a blue filter over yeah. everything. I know. Yeah. Plus they they used. Uh, We've all seen Clash of the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> they really overused the uh, peacock sound effect in this movie. Did they? Like when? When they're on uh, Herbert's uh, estate. Was there peacocks involved? Yeah. When Vincent Price arrives, there's some quick shots of peacocks. That's the the bird that keeps squawking, the sound effect. I just love she gets a pitchfork to the throat. <laughs> and then they zoom in on her neck, and there's just two little red hole, uh, dots. Yeah, it looks like she got bit by a vampire. It... <laughs> a really wide jaw. <laughs> well, her in a boat. Was it like a lake on his on his property or some shit, or like on the side of his property? A I lake or a pond, yeah. And you can literally clear his day, and they they even zoom in on it. You just see the string pulling in the freaking boat. Might as well have been a rope. <laughs> they took no effort to hide this thing. <laughs> um, the killings were supposed to be like based on the the series, right? Like the um. Well, the yeah, the killings the police are investigating, and the killings are based on the deaths of people in the films. Hmm. That's what we're told. We never see the films, of course, but that's what they allude to. I wonder if this movie was originally supposed to be in 3D, because I felt like people keep putting crap in front of the camera on purpose. Candles, pitchforks. Oh, yeah, and the phantom Dr. Death character always reaches out towards you. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if, like, originally this was like, maybe we should make this a 3D movie, because 3D movies are probably big, and then they just decided against it. Or they ran out of budget to make it 3D. That, too. Yeah. Um, what other kills do we get in this movie? What's your favorite part in the movie? My favorite part? Is it Vincent Price playing <laughs> besides a vampire? The, besides the screaming? <laughs> I wonder there's got to be like a compilation on YouTube of just like worst screams in movie history that's got to be on oh, there there has to be um, well then you <laughs> they got the scene where uh, they're filming the Dr. Death series <clears throat> and he's got his assistant who A is not happy about being there and he's like we must move quickly. Hand me the scalpel. And she's reaching in the bag and looking directly at the camera, <laughs> smiling. I'm like, okay, chill there, Vanna White. <laughs> this is my one time to shine. Here is a scalpel. That is a ruler. No, she's like straight up like looking directly into the camera while doing it. Another moment in which you go, oh, girl, you're going to die. <laughs> and she did. <laughs> 
there were like what like a Halloween party where yeah. everyone was a fucking vampire for some reason. Even Peter, I mean Peter Cushing to me was funny as a vampire because he's always playing Van Helsing. But then even Robert Crory is a. a, a he's basically Count Yorga. Oh, is that what he's supposed to be? I've never yeah. seen Count Yorga. That dude had the biggest fucking bow tie I've ever seen, though. It was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and uh, I don't even know. Miss Clayton, I think her name was, the the actress. Something Clayton. Oh, the blonde that was his assistant? Yeah, so she's in the room playing pinball, and then crap starts coming to life, which made no sense. Yeah. Like, th- like ropes are moving on their own, and it looked paranormal, and that's why I'm wondering, like... Where that's the- what they're trying to allude at, I think. I don't know where they were trying to go with this movie. Like, it seems like it wanted to be a couple different things. Yeah. Plus, there was a logic hole in the movie as to, uh, like, who the killer was. Was there no logic? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. There was, uh, remember the, after Vincent Price gets chased by the Phantom, he, he's on that British talk show? Yeah. Um, Peter Cushing and Robert Corey are in the audience. Oh, yeah. But the Phantom is, is killing the, the blonde in the elevator. Yeah. That, that, that does make no sense. That's the logical in the movie. That's the plot hole. Yeah, the plot hole. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, once he's getting chased by the Phantom himself, I'm like, okay, well, clearly you're not the fucking killer, dude. Almost it's all yeah. on his head. That chase scene was pretty good, though. And then uh, when uh, his assistant... <laughs> I, love him. I love it when he like when he's like hiding in that one room. And he's like, well, first of all, you can see the killer down the hallway. <clears> and he Vincent Price is clear as day in, in the doorway. So I'm sitting there like, how does this guy not see him? But then he rides, runs behind a pillar... But it ends up being a, like like a, like a fucking one of those little things you hang up to ch- get changed behind. And he knocks it over on the killer, and he like completely falls over. Yeah, we're like, what the fuck is this? Well, then, what was it? Well, I, I don't know what his assistant's name was. It might have been like Jane or something like that. He finds her dead, and the first thing he does is like, if you watch any logical sense, if you see someone with a knife in their throat and they're murdered, don't grab the knife, dude. <laughs> Especially when it's a fucking letter opener. <laughs> Again. <laughs> and he's carrying her. I'm like, oh, dude, you're just making it worse for yourself. And uh, brings her to the, to the stage, and he sets the stage on fire, and he gives this rambling monologue where he says death like 17 or 18 times. Maybe it was nine times. Nine times. <laughs> Hey, but nine times nine would have been 18, so there you go. <laughs> Which is the age you would have to have been to watch this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren's just like, because she just ended up watching it with me, and she goes, was this Vincent Price guy uh, like a like a, like a a big actor back in the day? And I'm like, honestly, yeah. She's like, why? And I'm like, you do not disre- disrespect my boy, Vince, Vinny, like that. Because he's priceless. <laughs> the death of Dr. Dick. But no, I, I have to admit, that rambling monologue he was given on, he delivered it well, but it was just poorly written. It was, uh, Come on, it was. I loved it. <laughs> and we get an homage to House of uh, Wax. Yeah, where he pretty much sets himself on fire. Yeah. And then... And, clear, but, and clearly the... the um, the blonde woman that was dead is a wax figure. Okay, and I'm watching this too. I'm like, <laughs> I go, what, what's up with the wax dummy? And they zoom in on it too. Yeah. You could clearly tell it's melting. And I'm like, do we melt when we when we're on fire? Like, what? what Should we find out? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
The thing that makes no fucking sense to me is like, okay, so then you find out that Peter Cushing had it in his claws where like, if something happens to the Paul Tombs, mm-hmm. he gets to be the next uh, uh, Dr. Death. And that was a deal he made with Robert Corey. Yeah, because he believed, because he wrote the character, he should play him and he was always overshadowed and blah, blah, blah. And uh, he's watching the footage of Vincent Price setting the stage on fire and he's like, ah, yes, he's dead, and blah, blah, blah. And then Vincent Price wakes up while on fire, walking towards the camera, and then miraculously appears, burned alive, like, like all burned up and everything. Like, where the fuck did he come from? Yeah. And was he really burned, or was that makeup he put on? I guess he faked his death. And then, okay, so then you find out Peter Cushing was supposed to be this killer all the time, which, A, he... Like you said, he was already in the, the prowl. Yeah. yeah, which is the plot hole. And it wasn't Robert Quarry because he was there. And they had the worst fucking fight with a sword and a candlestick holder. <laughs> <laughs> or a candlestick. And the thing that made no sense to me is he falls over in the basement again into like a spider pit. Where a spider was placed ever so daintily on his face with the use of a string. And then he just turns into a skeleton. Yeah. I don't know if that was supposed to show time had passed. But then Vincent Price is putting makeup on. You're like, oh, I wonder what he's doing. And he becomes Peter Cushing's character. <laughs> and I, I don't remember that happening. But in my head, I'm like, isn't Peter Cushing like 5'3"? He's short, dude, compared to Vincent Price. And much skinnier. Yeah. Do you think that was, like, in that shot, do you really think that was Vincent Price with makeup to look like Peter Cushing? Or do you just think that was Peter Cushing? With it was him? Peter Cushing making a grumpy cat face. So? Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I'm talking about in the close up when they're putting the makeup on and he like turns towards the camera. Yeah. I couldn't tell if that in that scene they made Vincent Price look like because he's got the jawline. Mm-hmm. But then when he goes upstairs, it's clearly like Peter Cushing with just subtle tweaks to not look right. Yeah. It's got like the ending of a Twilight Zone movie. It is. It's got that little little oh, the, twist. Now he's got to play Peter Cushing playing Doctor Death. I guess. Yeah. It's the dude of a lifetime. I'm a dude playing a dude disguised as another dude. Yeah, I mean, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that, that's Madhouse for you. <laughs> it's a Madhouse. I'm telling you, man, they cut it. The Blu-ray cut it. Peter aired. Cushing has a bad guy. <laughs> I've been on a thunk. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is one of my favorite. Uh, I got a lot of favorite Vincent Price movies. Uh, and I guess the next one we're going to talk about is Theater of Blood. Cool. What do you guys want to do after Theater of Blood? Hmm. It's a good question. It's a lot of Vincent Price movies to choose from. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Where, I don't know where to stop because I'm like, man, there's. Because we want to. We want to end at House of Wax. We want to end at House of Wax. I just listed one. This House on Haunted Hill. We can do that just for a black and white movie. Yeah. I would say let's Dude, throw it's it. colorized. Well, they're short it's too. On a, it's we on can a always. Prime. I wonder if we're gonna have to try to squeeze two movies into an episode or something like that. Especially if you want to do a black and white movie, you always throw in the bat. Ah, oh, there's just so many. I can't choose the one. Tingler. We'll figure it out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, that's Madhouse. So if you like this episode and you're listening on Spotify, give us a rating because I did, had no clue they had a rating system. Otherwise, I would have been pushing for it uh, you can find us on apple podcast if you're well 
You know what? I'm not going to do the handles. Matt, that That's Matt's job. Ooh, I get the... Uh, I'm bad at it. Well, I'm not very good at it. But uh, you can find us online at... Uh, it came from the video store uh, on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, I believe we are on Twitter. Are yeah, we? Vid store rejects. I've been trying to be more active on it and post more stuff. And uh, like I said, yeah, give us a rating and review wherever possible. It's the best way to help the show, uh, especially if you're listening on Spotify, because I had no clue they had a rating system, and we need those. (laughs) (laughs) Leave us a rating, please. Yes. (laughs) Even if you didn't listen to it on Spotify, go in there and leave a rating. (laughs) All right, signing out. I'm Eric. I'm Brennan. I'm Matt. And you just listened to... It came from the video store. Good old Vinny.